You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is February 23rd, 2021. My name is Philip Ross. I'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Please follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we'll talk a little bit about the Magic's offense, why it's been both very good and a little bit concerning. Plus, Terrence Ross has snapped out of his funk, and the Orlando Magic get a rematch with the Detroit Pistons. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment, but before you do any of that, I do want to remind you all you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching Gravity Download Podcasts for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like there's a podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Detroit Pistons as they prepare for the rematch? Check out our good pals at Locked On Pistons. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there is a Locked On podcast for you. Just search your every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Things in the Magic Kingdom are going well. The Orlando Magic on a three-game win streak have climbed within striking distance of the final play in, of the final spot in the play-in tournament. Um, of course, a lot of lots still to be sorted out, but the Magic are in the race, which for now is where they want to be. It's obviously still a lot to be left to be desired. We're not going to get into that argument today. But the Magic are playing perhaps their best basketball. I wouldn't say their best basketball of the season, but certainly playing their best since Markel Fultz's tragic injury in early January. It has been a long time since we've sat here and talked positively and optimistically about this team with actual tangible proof that they are taking steps in the right direction. The three-game win streak has been powered, of course, by the team's defense, but also powered by some really impressive individual performances. Nikola Vucevic, obviously, has put in some fantastic games. You know, career-high 43, or a near-career-high of 42 points in the win over the Sacramento Kings as Orlando's won four of their last five. Um... The 30-point games in both the games against the Golden State Warriors and the Detroit Pistons, both games where Vucevic took over the fourth quarter and won the team the game. We are having conversations about Nikola Vucevic that, frankly, even I did not think we would have. Conversations about whether he truly can be a guy who can carry this team a little bit more forward each game. But obviously... It's not just him. He can't do it alone. He's not that good, or otherwise Magic would be in a better spot. Evan Fournier has come back from injury and played fantastic with 19 points and then a season-high 28 points against the Warriors, 19 points against the Knicks, season-high 28 points against the Warriors, and then another season-high 29 points against the Pistons. And that, of course, along with Terrence Ross, we'll talk a little bit more about later on in the show, the Magic suddenly seem like they have potent offensive weapons. They have suddenly seem like they have a way to play, which is really all the Magic have been searching for all along. I think this is just the way we play. This is the way we're supposed to be playing. Uh, we're all playing well right now. Um, and I think, you know, with guys coming back, it, it kind of puts us in familiar territory with, you know, having certain guys on the floor and, you know, who you're familiar with when you're out there, so... Um, I think that's why we're playing you know, as well as we are. As long as we can, you know, 
have these, you know, our pieces with us and playing the way we need to. And, uh, you know, it's probably we're going to keep scoring. Undoubtedly, the Magic's health is a big reason for the Magic's turnaround. Uh, just having Evan Fournier back alone has massive effects for the team as he's just simply probably the best shooter on the team, all due respect to Terrence Ross. But this team has played a lot better than that. Evan Fournier in his last three games is averaging 25.3 points per game on a 65.6% effective field goal percentage after missing five games with back spasms. Terrence Ross during this win streak is averaging 23.7 points per game, hitting 60% of his three-pointers. He's posted 20.9 points per game on 40% shooting from beyond the arc in his last eight games. The Magic's three best players are playing their best right now. But the Magic are relying on them even more. Take a look at, at these stats. Against the New York Knicks, the trio of Evan Fournier, Nikola Vucevic, and Terrence Ross, in no particular order, scored 60.7% of the Magic's shots or points. Against the Golden State Warriors, they scored 66.1% of the team's points. Only Chuma Okiki was in double figures for the Magic that night outside of those three. And against the Detroit Pistons, 79% of the Magic's points came from those three players. The Orlando Magic, during this win streak, do have a positive net rating, but that is largely on the strength of their defense, which is back up to playing at an elite level. The Magic, again, maybe the opponent matters. Maybe it doesn't. The Magic are playing like a top 10 defense over the last two weeks now. But the Magic's offense is still struggling. Orlando has got a 109.1 offensive rating, certainly better than they are usually accustomed to. But that is still 20th in the league since February 12th. So the Orlando Magic are still scuttling a little bit offensively. And if you go, and you don't need numbers to tell you that, just watch some of these games. When Vucevic and Fournier are out of the lineup, even. The Magic's offense craters with just Terrence Ross there. In fact, according to uh, according to the NBA Wowie tool, the NBA with or with with and without tool um, on AdMoreFunds.com, the Magic have a 94 offensive rating when Ross is on the floor alone without Fournier and Vucevic. To say the least, it is good that the Magic's three best players are playing so well, are putting up so many points, are dominating games. The reason the Magic are winning these games is because of them. It is not good. It is not encouraging. It is a bit concerning that it seems like they are doing it all on their own. That they are doing it. Um, that they are doing it without a fourth and fifth option, without guys who can pick up some of the slack. Is Evan Fournier going to average twenty-five points per game for the rest of the year? Is Nikola Vucevic going to be able to put up 30-point games with this much ease? The Magic are in a good way. They're shooting the ball very, very well. But it's very clear this is not very sustainable. And while it is good, and it is an age-old adage, as Steve Clifford says, that your three best players need to score and need to play well, the Magic do need to find better offensive balance. It's still going to go through them, though. But they need to find this balance. And, you know, basketball is a game where whoever has the best offensive player on the floor at that time always has a big advantage. doesn't matter. I mean, my dad used to say that for years watching him as a high school coach. You know, they used to meet in our living room, and he always said it. This year we're going to have the best offensive player. We're good to go. 
the years when they didn't, it's a problem. There's only five guys out there, you know. So um, what you need to be able to do, though, as I agree with you, is you got to be able to get the ball to your best players in places where they can either score or draw help, create help. And then you have to have the spacing and decision-making to play off those situations. And, um, you know, we're going to need that. You know, we've got to find, uh, you know, ways, um, you know, to do that uh, and get those fourth, fifth scorers, uh, you know, as we go along here. Steve Clifford there talking about the Magic's offense. And undoubtedly, the Magic have done some good things offensively. I'm not here to rag on the offense. It is playing significantly better than it was two weeks ago, than it was a week ago even. Um, it, it is a big reason why the Magic are in the position position they're in. And obviously, their best players have stepped up their game. I'm not saying the Magic need to go do anything more out of their way to make sure other players are involved. I mean, don't run ISOs for Dwayne Bacon you know, uh, you know, any more than you have to. You know, don't be trying to get Gary Clark shots, all, all, all that kind of stuff. It's still got to be within the flow of the offense. And if right now, defenses are giving these guys all those opportunities and all those shots, and they're making them. It doesn't matter how you score one more point than the other team. Just score one more point than the other team. But undoubtedly, the Magic have to find ways to keep everyone involved and keep everyone in, not just engaged in the game, but keep everyone um, scoring and productive because Evan Fournier can score 28 points every night. Um, Nikola Vucevic scoring 35 a night, it, that's, that's not sustainable for this team. Um, and so it is going to take balance. If you look at the second unit especially, the Magic have struggled with those second units um, since even Evan Fournier came back. Um, it, you know, you, you go back and look at the Golden State game, the Magic lost their lead early in the second quarter. They dug that deep hole in the fourth quarter with that second unit on the court. Orlando has to find better balance. You know, Dwayne Bacon said after practice on Monday that he thinks that they have found the balance, you know, especially as Chumo Kiki um, gets more confident. You know, Bacon certainly believes that he is a key player offensively, and I, I agree with that. I mean, him not scoring and not really doing much against the Warriors was a problem. The Magic need him to be effective, and you go back and look at the fourth quarter of that game on Sunday against the Pistons, Bacon had some big moments and some big shots in the fourth quarter that allowed the Magic to keep the Pistons at bay and keep them from making a run to really threaten that lead. Um, Orlando has just got to keep finding that balance and keep working that balance. That is absolutely key for this team. And it's not about balance scoring, although that is certainly a key way for this Magic team to play. That is certainly something that, that this Magic team has prided itself on in the past. It's not necessarily about balance scoring. They can have guys score a ton of points. It's about having the balance of attack, making sure that it's not predictable, that it's not forced to those best players, which I largely don't think it is, uh, and that everything is happening within the natural flow of the offense. If that happens, this magic offensive revival will continue. So too will Terrence Ross's revival. We'll talk a little bit more about how he's turned things around over the last few weeks coming up here in just a moment. But first, living here in Florida, taking care of your car is paramount. Got to deal with the heat. Um, everyone has to deal with the heat. No one likes to deal with the heat uh, of any kind. Um, you got to deal with traffic. You got to deal with so many things. If you're someone that takes care of your car yourself, you need to check out rockauto.com to get all the parts that you need. 
RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. You have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks um, delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate, so quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, get more of the sports news you need in less time. The new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts a breakdown of the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. The story of Terrence Ross's career has been one of inconsistency. Um, obviously, an incredibly talented player. He's certainly one of the best sixth men in the league at this point. But it wasn't always like that for him. It was a struggle. He started for a long time with the Toronto Raptors and never quite found his footing. Never quite uh, found his place um, for, in a lot of ways. Coming to our, uh, While he settled in nicely as a reserve player, the Magic kind of saved his career. It didn't save his career, but the Magic kind of put him in a role to maximize what he did best. Um, Terrence Ross is undoubtedly a fan favorite and, and one of the most important players on the Magic's roster. And especially with how few shooters and how few offensive weapons the Magic have, he is even more important. But Ross has had an up-and-down season once again. A story, and we wrote about this on OrlandoMagicDaily.com as we previewed this season, um, the story about Terrence Ross is really the story of trying to find consistency, of trying to be the same every single game, or roughly the same, to be dependable in so many ways. And the Magic have done that by giving him the ultimate green light. But that doesn't mean he still doesn't shoot the team out of games, and that doesn't mean, and that's part of something the Magic live with, but that doesn't mean that the Magic don't, still see bad games from Terrence Ross. And when you look at how this season has has gone, the Magic have gone from really good to really bad to really good again, along with Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross is having a career season, by the numbers at least, um, or at least one of the best scoring seasons of his career. He's averaging 15.7 points per game, which is, uh, which is nearly, which is more than a half point per game clear of his career high set in 2019. He's shooting a 49.6% effective field goal percentage, however, which is one of the worst of his career, worst since his first season in Orlando, where he only played 24 games. Um, he's making just 35.8% of his threes, which is about in you know a little bit below his average, but he's shooting. A ton of shots, 13.5 field goal attempts per game, his career best. But when you break down Ross's season further, you see how much he has struggled. During the first eight games of the season, obviously the great 6-2 and two start for the team, Ross was averaging 20.7 points per game and shooting 46.7% from beyond the arc. 
At that time, he was shooting 14 for 37, 37.8%, on shots where the defender was guarding him tightly within four feet of him, according to NBA.com. And only 37.4% of his shots were of this variety. So he was taking fewer of those contested pull-up shots, and even when he was, he was making them at largely um, high clips. But his next month was truly a struggle. In the next 16 games, Ross averaged only 10.7 points per game. He shot just 36.7% from floor and 24.7% from beyond the arc. It's hard to say why this happened. His shot quality certainly decreased dramatically, making only 20 of or 27 of 90 shots where the closest defender was four feet away, so that's 30%. And this accounted for 53.3% of his field goal attempts. He was taking a lot of contested shots at that time. At least, at least according to how in the NBA measures it, how NBA.com measures it. This is then a little bit more than just Ross being inconsistent. Perhaps no player has been affected more by Fultz's injury than Terrence Ross and by all the injuries than Terrence Ross because the Magic were always going to bring Ross off the bench. That is the role that he has carved out. That is where the Magic want him. They need him to anchor that second unit. And everyone knows it. Without uh, consistent uh, without consistent options in that second unit, without stability, and especially without a point guard partner that really could get him the ball on the money, Ross struggled. Teams have thrown a lot of different defenses at him. They have changed how they defend him. He is very high on the list. Obviously, the, one of the three best scorers on the team at this point. And so, they are making sure he doesn't catch the bar. He catches it more shallow where he's not able to get into a shot cleanly or is not able to pull up for three. After scoring at least 15 points in six of his first seven games he played, and he had 14 in the other, he hit the 15-point mark just four times in that 16-game stretch. That month where Ross just went fallow. Again, a lot of this... Really no difference in the number of field goal attempts he's taking off the dribble or you know, or or anything like that. Taking some lower quality shots for sure, but the Magic were unable to spring him free and get him going. Ross has added to his game. He's done a whole bunch of different things, but at the end of the day, Ross is a shot maker, and the Magic, as Steve Clifford said, have to get their best players their shots and have to do a better job of it than their opponents do. And the Magic were not executing well enough to get Ross the kind of shots that he thrives on, that he needs, that the Magic need him to take. But things have changed now that the Magic are getting healthy. As I noted, Ross is playing significantly better. During this three-game win streak, so not including what happened on the road trip, Ross is averaging a really solid number. 23.7 points per game, 60% shooting uh, on his three-pointers. In fact, let me pull up the stats here. Um, In this five-game stretch where the Magic are playing significantly better, Ross is playing significantly better. And uh, again, you don't need much to say. You don't need much to say or agree on that statement. The, The eye test does it, but the numbers certainly help out a little bit too. In his last five games, so this dates back to the Sacramento game where the Magic have won four of their last five, Terrence Ross has scored, you know, 17, the 17 points he scored on Sunday were the fewest he'd scored. 
He scored 22.4 points per game with 45.7% shooting, 47.5% from beyond the arc with 3.4 assists and 5 rebounds per game to boot. Ross is doing the job. He's doing the work. He's getting it done. But of course, there's still so much to do. Whether Ross can sustain this, whether Ross can continue playing at this high of a level, um, it's certainly possible. He's shown that he is capable. But what we know about Terrence Ross is that he, how he goes is often how the Magic go. When he's able to hit shots, when he's able to score, the Magic can literally beat anybody. It was key to their 2019 playoff run. The ability for Ross to catch fire very, very quickly, make some tough shots, and spark the Magic with some energy early in fourth quarters during that playoff run. When he's struggling, when he's not shooting, this Magic team can be really, really rough to to watch. Luckily right now, Terrence Ross is playing a lot better. He's rediscovered his rhythm, and he is delivering for the Magic. We'll talk about what to expect when the Magic take on the Detroit Pistons on Tuesday, coming up here in just a moment. But first, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Get real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. February is Black History Month, and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and success of black men and women in sports with a new series called Locked On Presents More Than the Game. Right now, you can hear Candace Cooper of Locked On Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of Locked On Women's Basketball discuss the opportunities and challenges that come with being a black woman in sports. Subscribe to Locked On Presents podcast feed on the Radio.com app or wherever you get podcasts to hear this important and fantastic conversation. The Orlando Magic will take on the Detroit Pistons on Tuesday at the Amway Center to complete their four-game homestand, a return date with the team that they beat fairly handily, although just by the score of 105-96, to on Sunday. Uh, if to hear Dwayne Casey say it, um, he felt that the Detroit Pistons got some good looks from beyond the arc and missed them. That's a common refrain that I often say about the Magic. Um, and to some extent, I got to agree, agree with them. To some extent, I think the Magic did a very good job doing their scouting and leaving open shooters that they don't mind shooting. Dennis Smith Jr., a lot of three-point shots. Don't think the Magic mind that very much at all. But there is something to this. Um, while it did feel like the Magic won that game comfortably on Sunday, the Pistons did do some things that should concern the Orlando Magic and do, in fact, concern Steve Clifford as the team gets set for this rematch. The first thing being... The Pistons were able to create some turnovers and were able to get out in transition. This has been a struggle for the Magic all season long. Their transition defense has not been as good um, as it has been in the past. And the Magic are turning the ball over at a bit of a higher rate. So the Magic do need to watch their turnovers, keep them from getting out in transition. The Pistons are a team that wants to get duck their heads and get into the paint and drive downhill. They've got the athletes and they've got the players to do it. They're very physical and the Magic were certainly feeling the after effects of all that physicality. Um, coming into practice on Monday. 
The next thing that happened was the Pistons were able to attack the offensive glass really, really well. Um, Orlando was able to control that in the second half. That's a big reason why they were able to pull away in the end and keep the Pistons at bay. Very few second chance opportunities that will again be an emphasis for Orlando. But really, this is going to be about what the Magic's defense can do to the Pistons once again. Detroit has, despite having a poor offense, very rarely scores fewer than 100 points. So what the Magic were able to do to them on Sunday is a rare feat. It's not something that a lot of teams have been able to do to the Pistons, um, despite the Pistons' poor record, despite the Pistons' struggles. Detroit's certainly going to come out a little bit more focused defensively. I expect them to mix up and change their defense on Nikola Vucevic. Um, probably bring doubles a little harder than they did. Uh, they were stunting a lot, um, which was not a workable strategy. It was not a good strategy to do against him. He picked that apart. Um, the Pistons are going to have to be a lot more aggressive on that and if they want to get this win. Um, and again, yeah, I, honestly, it is going to come down to whether they make or miss shots. Um, you know, Sadiq Bey missed a ton of three-pointers. He's a better three-point shooter than that. He's obviously hurt teams before. Jeremy Grant had a fantastic game. He actually, he actually played really, really well. Um, despite the Magic's good defense. So Orlando's going to have to be very, very good against him once again or, or try to be a little bit better against him and, and continue to limit other players. I think the bench points are going to matter in this one. Detroit was able to get a lot off their bench, even though the, that, ben, that bench plays with energy and a lot of effort, even if they don't have a ton of talent right now. Um, they did a lot of really good things. The Magic's bench did not. Um, the, the offensive execution really really got stonewalled um, when... They were in there, and the Pistons' second unit deserves a lot of credit for outplaying the Magic in that sense. Tip-off at the Amway Center is at 7 o'clock as the Magic look to go undefeated on this homestand. They'll go to Brooklyn on Thursday, and then they're back home for the final three games of the first half of the season. Hard to believe we are already there. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places on the podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily, Locked on Magic, this is Phil Ross. See you next time for another episode of Locked on Magic.